Hi, this is Elliot Fishman, and I'd like to welcome you to our latest podcast, and it's a pleasure to be here today. Today is May 18th, and uh, just a couple uh, brief uh, comments. One is, if you go to CTSS, you'll notice that we're about to expand our cardiac CT section, a whole new type of teaching file, which gives history, findings, and discussion with lots of images. It'll be available momentarily. You could take it as just a didactic teaching file, or you can do it as a quiz. So... We hope you like that. And again, for people listening to my podcast, uh, we've got a lot of great feedback, but we get a lot of great feedback, but we don't get a lot of great suggestions. So that may be something also you can help us out with. A third thing is, you know, we have our courses. So next winter, we'll be back in February, President's Weekend. We'll be back in Orlando. And you know that around July 27th or so this year, we're going to be in uh, cruising the Mediterranean. So that's CTSS or John Hopkins, depending how you look at it, going cruising. And I'm working on the cruise for 2007, and the way it looks now, I'm going to go to the Greek Isles, but I have to confirm that. So Boxing, July 27th to August 4th. We'll probably be doing that in 2007. Let's see, uh, what else have I been doing? Oh, today I was at the MCHC, the medical, uh, the part of Medicare that uh, looks at reimbursement, and they were discussing cardiac CT, so I presented there. It was kind of interesting. Uh, it's a wide range of people on the committee, really smart people, and uh, now with a whole lot of background for many of them in cardiac CT, and a lot of the key interested parties presented, but the big issue related, of course, to the actual data. And at 64 slice, there's only been a few hundred patients really evaluated in the literature. And since these were Medicare patients, which means age 60 to 70 or 80, uh, there was no good literature to really analyze for those patients. So something we need to make sure we do in terms of radiology is get really good valid data from really good studies. Anyway, let's get to a quick topic here, which will be venous thrombosis. The reason I mentioned venous thrombosis is we've had a number of questions on CT as us. Venous thrombosis can occur anywhere, renal vein thrombosis, jugular vein thrombosis, portal vein thrombosis, uh, IVC thrombosis, popliteal artery thrombosis, rather popliteal vein thrombosis, just seeing if you're paying attention. So the question is, how do we image those? Well, the key thing, of course, is we need to be in venous phase or late venous phase. So, for example, if you're doing DVT as part of a PE study, people recommend scanning about two and a half minutes post-injection. The big error is to scan too early, then you overcall lesions. Uh, I heard Ella Casaruni from Michigan speak this week, and she'll scan at two and a half minutes from just beneath the tibial plateau through the uh, level of the iliac crest. And uh, you'll see that with the recommendations soon to come of PE studies, including runoffs, that's been very important. So wait two and a half minutes. If you're doing renal vein thrombosis, I wait about 70 or 80 seconds. If I'm doing portal vein thrombosis, 70 seconds or so usually works very nicely. Jugular vein thrombosis going at about 50 seconds works very well. I have SVC thrombosis very much about the same time. In terms of vascular thrombosis, key things are, of course, not to confuse it with flow-related changes, and that error particularly happens when you're scanning too early. So you want to be careful with that. Uh, with true venous thrombosis of larger vessels, such as the jugular vein, you see wall enhancement in the vasovasorum, and that can be a very helpful uh, finding. 
in things like renal vein thrombosis, portal vein thrombosis, you pick up secondary signs like perfusion changes in the liver or kidney. With renal vein thrombosis, there's acute renal vein thrombosis and chronic renal vein thrombosis. Acute renal vein thrombosis, commonly due to trauma, uh, can be due to tumor. Um, you see potentially collaterals, but the main thing you see is the thrombus. With chronic renal vein thrombosis, you get what's called perirenal cobwebs, lots of collaterals around the proximal renal pelvis and ureter. So there is a variable appearance there. I have lectured many times about MIP versus volume rendering. When you do, do 3D imaging, you better be careful when you're looking at thrombosis with MIP because unless the thrombus is totally occlusive, you will uh, miss the thrombus. So again, I wouldn't use MIP. Volume rendering works get great. Uh, MPR works great as well. So with that, I think I'll sign off. Hopefully that helps you on some of the issues related to venous thrombosis. We'll be back hopefully tomorrow. If not, have a nice day and a uh, pleasant afternoon. Thanks a lot.